Hey, smart chicks. My name is Carol Maloney Scott, and I'm a career coach, teacher, author, and speaker, and I am passionate about helping women transform their careers and therefore their lives. Through fun and engaging programs, I empower women to develop the confidence and belief in themselves, as well as the practical skills needed to create and achieve their career dreams. I believe that work can and should be fun, and that career happiness is available to everyone. Hello, ladies. It's Carol Maloney Scott. I'm here for Career Chat Live, and um, happy to see any of you who are joining live today, and of course, anyone who's listening to the recording. I am happy to like not really see you, but sort of see you as well. So um, it's great to be back. Uh, you know, in the swing of things, things are finally pretty much back to normal in my house. So um, I'm kind of able to really get back into my normal groove. So. While I really enjoyed the holidays and, and all the stuff that that entailed, um, other than getting COVID, um, everything else was really great, but that part was not fun. I still have some lingering congestion, <coughs> so I'm probably going to cough on this live stream, and I'm really sorry for that, but talking, um, talking too much makes me cough, and of course, talking is like the main thing I do, right? That's like my job. So, um, so I apologize in advance because it's going to happen and I have my water here as well, but I am feeling a lot better and I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you guys today. So today I really wanted to talk with you about, um, courage. Courage is the first, uh, if you want to call chapter section, uh, you know, components, um, of my book, The Smart Chick's Guide to Career Happiness. And it really is the, the first piece of the puzzle of my um, framework for working with clients. So um, the reason courage is first and not jumping into things like working on people's resumes or working on, uh, you know, even, you know, those who have joined the, uh, the Certified Career Happiness Coach Program, you know, it's not, we, we don't start, the business right away, right? We, we don't just jump right in and say, let's start seeing clients. And, you know, in, in one-on-one coaching, we don't just jump right to the resume. We just, we don't jump right to the thing we want to achieve until we set ourselves up for success. So one of the ways that we set ourselves up for success is by overcoming fear. So courage is really important and fear is a real pain in the ass, right? And everyone experiences fear that obviously it's something in the human condition. Um, a lot of the fear that we experience in um, modern times is unfounded and um, is based on limiting beliefs and uh, things that we've been taught or things that we've accumulated in our lives, um, ideas and concepts and rules and shoulds and all those things that are not ours, right? So we know that, and you know, that's a whole section in my book as well and that I teach about, and obviously I'm not the only one who teaches about limiting beliefs, but they are really truly the enemy of getting anything accomplished and really living your best life. So, um, so that is really important. But, so I really feel very strongly in, in my own life, in you know, lives of other people in my world, friends and family, and certainly in my professional work, um, in career coaching, that fear truly is the reason that most people don't live up to their potential. Um, you know, you may know someone who procrastinates a lot and, you know, you may feel that person is lazy, right? Or you may know somebody who says they don't know what they want and you feel that that person is just indecisive and wishy-washy and not serious about their future. 
um, you know, someone who's confused, someone who um, feels stuck, right? A lot of times we put um, <clears throat> judgments on those people that, you know, they're not ambitious or they're not, you know, go-getters or, you know, they're not, or maybe they're not smart or, you know, they're not trying or all of those things, right? But the bottom line is, you know, are there people like that? Yes, of course, there are people who are lazy. There are people who don't really want to do things and don't really want to put forth the effort. But honestly, I feel even in most of those circumstances, if you really dig deeply into asking those people and helping them to ask themselves why they're in that position, it still always comes back to fear, right? Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of the unknown, fear of change fear of uh, being found out as a fraud, be it, you know, imposter syndrome, being, uh, being found out as not being good enough, um, being made fun of, being mocked, being judged, whatever it may be, right? People have all sorts of fears around reaching their goals. So all of you are in, you know, a group called Aspiring Career Happiness Coaches. So obviously all of you have some interest um, or had some interest at least in becoming a career coach or at least exploring this path and finding out more about what it's about, right? So how many of you have been thinking about doing that for a while, um, either since you joined this group or maybe some of you even for years before that, and did you do anything about it yet? You know, have you done anything about it yet? Have you started your business? Have you started learning coaching skills? Have you really started putting together like a plan for how this is gonna happen, right? So I know you could easily say to me, well, Carol, like." I haven't done that yet because I'm not sure that I want to do it, or I don't know how, or, you know, all of these things again, right? Or I don't have the time. So again, are you procrastinating? Are you confused? Are you saying you don't know how to do it? Are you feeling stuck? Do you know, whatever, right? All those things, probably what it comes down to is, is fear. You're afraid you're going to do it wrong. You're afraid that you're going to waste time. You're afraid that you're going to waste money. Um, you're afraid that it's just not going to work out for you. You're afraid you're not going to really like it, um, right? Whatever. You're afraid to put yourself out there. You're afraid that you won't really be able to help people the way you think you hope you can. Um, you don't want to put yourself out there like I'm doing now, right? You're, you're afraid to do, you know, videos and, and, you know, create a community and, you know, do all of the, the outreach that you have to do. You're afraid that you have to sell yourself, right? And you don't like that, or you're uncomfortable with that. Um, you're afraid of what your friends and family might say about you starting a business, or maybe your current employer might say about you starting a business, your spouse, your partner, right? All of that really comes down to fear. But I'm here to tell you, first of all, I had all those same feelings before I started this business, all those same feelings. And I thought about career coaching probably for at least 10 years before I did it. And even with writing fiction, that's another great example for me. With writing fiction, I was so afraid to do that. When I was a little girl, I used to carry a notebook around like all day and I wrote all the time. As soon as I learned how to write letters and, and I started writing stories, um, I loved to do it. Stopped doing it probably when I was like 12, literally. Um, really when I discovered boys and, and ugh, just that whole awkward phase of, of becoming a teenager and all that, I cared more about what people thought about me, right? So there was no way I wanted to write something and share it with the world because then I would be open to judgment and criticism and mockery and who knows what, right? So 
I buried all of that and I buried it for years and then I got married and then I had a baby and then I had a bad marriage and then I got divorced and that right and life goes on so I was 45 when I started writing my first book and 46 when I published it that was seven years ago and in that time I've written 11 books I've started my own business you know there's been a pandemic for two years um, I got remarried I uh, you know adopted more dogs. I, you know, uh, moved into my new husband's house, launched my son off into the world. Um, so I did a lot of things in the past seven years since I started writing books. So I overcame a lot of fear by doing that, right? I, I really did. I overcame a lot of fear, not only the fear of writing books and putting the books out in the world, which was huge, which really was a big fear, but also all these other things that seem scary to me, like what we're doing even right now, I was really afraid to do this. And this seemed less scary too when I did it. So there is a book called um, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. I know I've talked about this before. And if you guys have watched a lot of my stuff, you've probably heard me talk about it before. It's by someone by the name of Dr. Susan Jeffers. Dr. Jeffers wrote this book in 1987. So it's an old book. I became aware of it, I think, in the mid to late 90s. So um, actually, my sister gave it to me as a gift. And Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway is really, at the time, was really hugely groundbreaking work. Like, think of, like, Brene Brown now. Like, that's what this was then. Um, maybe even more so because this, this um, concept really was revolutionary at the time. Uh, I know it was mind-blowing to me in the late 90s when I read it when I was in my late 20s. It was, it was a mind-blowing thing to me. Um, <clears throat> but the gist of it, and I highly recommend reading it, it's, it's still extremely... Um, it's timeless. You know, it doesn't feel like an old book at all. Uh, but the concept, the main concept of the book is that you conquer your fear by doing the things you're afraid of. You don't wait till you're not afraid anymore. You don't wait till you get over your fear, overcome your fear, talk yourself out of your fear, any of those things. You overcome the fear by doing the thing you're afraid of by taking action. And I can tell you that taking action to write is what caught and publish books and put them out in the world is what caused me to overcome my fear to do that. Quitting my job and starting this business is what got me over being afraid to do that. Doing live streams, doing videos, doing all these programs, selling my programs, uh, you know, all of that, promoting myself, joining things, networking, putting myself out there in, you know, a myriad of different ways. The way I got over my fear of all of that stuff was by doing it. Action. Action is the key. Obviously, Dr. Jeffers goes into much more great detail in the book about why this is and the psychology behind it, because she really is a, you know, PhD psychologist. But it's really, it's a concept that we can really all get our heads around, right? So think about it. You can't, the reason you can't wait till you feel less fearful to do something you're afraid of is simply, how would that happen? Like, how would that happen? Why would you become suddenly less fearful of doing something that you're afraid of? If anything, over time, you probably become more fearful because you're thinking about it and you're obsessing about it. And especially if it's something you would really like to do, right? So you're still thinking about it. Like, for instance, like I'm afraid of jumping out of an airplane. I mean, that's something I, I never would do. Like, no, it's not happening, right? But I also don't want to jump out of an airplane. Like, there's nothing about jumping. There's nothing in my life 
that I need to be able to jump out of an airplane in order to achieve? Nothing, right? So I don't need to overcome that fear. I don't need to do it. But I did need to do this. I did need to be able to do live streams and to be able to do videos and to be able to put myself out there in, you know, written format and have a website and reach out to clients and, and, and all those things because I wanted to do career coaching. I wanted to have a career coaching business. And that's part of what that entails, right? So I had to do those things in order to get what I wanted, right? So, but how else would it happen, right? There's no magic fairy dust that's going to come and sprinkle on you and say, oh, you're not afraid anymore. You know, that's in the movies. Like that doesn't happen, right? So the only way that you can change, right? And overcoming a fear would be a change, right? You're afraid. Now you're not afraid. The only way that you can change is by doing something differently, right? So you either have to do something differently or you have to have new information, right? You have to have new input. You have to have new inputs into your brain. You have to have new ideas put into your brain. You have to have new experiences. You have to meet new people. You have to have new perspectives, right? So if nothing changes, <coughs> excuse me, in your world, in your, in your life experience, how would you ever get over a fear without actually doing the thing you're afraid of? So there are some ways that we can take some baby steps to do that, though. There definitely are. Some of those would be things like we can read a book, right? So we can read, feel the fear and do it anyway. I will attest to the fact though, that when I read that book, while I thought it was super cool, really interesting, loved it, that was, no, 20, yeah, 25 years ago I read that book. It took me a lot longer than, you know, the time I read that book to do anything with it, right? 25 years later, I think I'm finally at the point in my life where I'm able to really embrace what she was talking about and really do it. Or maybe 20 years later, you know, if these are 15 years later or whatever, you know, when I went back to school to get my master's degree was probably about 12 years after that. So, you know, probably, all right, let's say a good 10 years after that, when I got divorced at the, at the least 10 years after that, did I really feel the fear of getting divorced, but I did it anyway, or feel the fear of going to graduate school, doing it anyway, being a single mother, uh, putting myself back out there in the dating world, putting myself out there and um, getting married again, and putting myself out there and writing fiction and putting the world, like all those things. It took me a long time, right? So just writing a book, reading a book is not going to change your life probably, or it's not going to change it quickly because we need, we really, as human beings generally need more reinforcement than that. And I also had gone to therapists, you know, for some of these issues that I was facing, um, probably not talking about the things I really needed to be talking about though, probably talking about more superficial things like relationships with men or my money problems or, you know, things like that, not talking about my deepest desires and what I really wanted for my life. Cause I was more, you know, worried about these surface things, but why? Because I was afraid of the deep desire things. I didn't want to talk about those things. So let's talk about why I can't find a boyfriend because that's so much more important. And I mean, yes, it's, it's nice to have a partner and I'm certainly very happy to be remarried and, and to be in a happy relationship. But I really think I, you know, I ignored those deeper longings uh, for personal satisfaction that I had in lieu of worrying about some of these other things. And some of them were important, of course, like finances, being a single mother, you know, raising my son, all those things were certainly important. 
but I definitely brushed some of the stuff that was super scary under the carpet, right? Brushed that under the carpet so the carpet had a big mound, you know, and I had to deal with it because I was tripping over it. You could take a class, right? So sometimes if you take a class, there's a little bit more reinforcement around the idea, right? So if we just read a book and we didn't take a class, that's one level of input and change, you know, in our, in our brains, right? But if we take a class, now someone's teaching it to us. We're talking with, with others about it. I had taken a class on um, Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I had read that book also years and years ago. Again, thought it was a great book. Did I really do anything with it? Not really. And then when I was working at a previous company, we had like a lunch and learn optional thing that um, someone in the company was teaching a course on this. He was just teaching a class on it. And um, you could just, you know, elect to go. It wasn't like something that we got paid for or anything, but it was like, if you want to go at lunchtime once a week and have this class, you could do it. So I joined it. I'm a big class joiner. I love classes. So I went and I got so much more out of the material in, a, in an environment where I was talking to other people about it and there was a facilitator, right? So I actually got a lot more out of it doing it that way than just reading the book. That takes me to my third point, which is surrounding yourself with other like-minded people. So other people who are trying to reach the same goal as you. So for instance, being in this aspiring career happiness coaches group, you know, if you start interacting with other people in the group and posting in the group and responding to posts and asking me questions and showing up for live streams and watching live streams and talking about them later. And, you know, you, you engage in this community. If someone sends you a message from this community, you know, whether it be me or someone who works for me, uh, Roxanne is our new um, community manager. You might be hearing from her. You know, if you start to like engage with people, you'll get more information, right? And you'll also get more support, right? And support around something you're afraid of can begin to demystify the fear. And also, you know, <clears throat> there's strength in numbers, right? If you were afraid to go into, you know, in a movie, if someone's afraid to go into like the spooky basement or the spooky cave or the spooky whatever, if there's a group of people going in together, they feel more confident than if one person was to go in by themselves, right? And that's the same thing with this. If, you know, if you're thinking about starting a business, if you're thinking about career coaching, if you're thinking about a career change, whatever it is, if you're in a group of like-minded people and there's a facilitator and there's someone to help and support you, but there's other people on the same path as you, that helps to give you more inputs, more perspectives. And, and also just that camaraderie of knowing like you're not the only one who feels the way you feel. And I believe me, you're not the only one who feels, however you feel, you're not the only one who feels the way you feel. I have one-on-one -on -one clients all the time say to me in intake calls, you probably never heard this before, but, and then they tell me how they're feeling about something about their career. And I always laugh because there's never anything anybody tells me that I've never heard before. And I always say, yeah, I've already heard that three times today or three times this week or some version of it, right? Because a lot of the times we're so wrapped up in our own stuff and our own emotions that we think we're the only one that feels that way. And there's so many other people that feel that way. But sometimes because it's a way that maybe we have some shame, you know, around the way we feel about the thing or we're embarrassed about it or we feel we shouldn't feel that way or we think it's a weakness to admit that we have these concerns we don't share them with other people, right? We pretend that everything's great, right? And even if everything is great in your life or in your career, it's okay to want more and it's okay to want something different, right? So 
that's it's so it's really it's a great thing when you can come together with like-minded people who are have the same goals as you also when you can come together with people who've already done what you've done so whether that's somebody like me as a mentor somebody else who's a mentor reaching out to people on linkedin or other people in your network who are doing what you want to do um there are a lot of career coaches out there there's a lot of people doing this type of work so why not you why not you? Why them and not you? They're not special. I'm not special. We're all just people. And we, yes, we have a certain background, but you know what? You all have that background. I wouldn't have invited you to join this group if you didn't. Um, and you can do it, right? You can do it. You just have to take the steps. The next thing you can do, of course, is hire a coach, join a program, you know, do something more concrete around, uh, you know, get another degree, get another certification. Um, you know, take, take some, you know, do something that's a little bit deeper dive than just a class or, you know, something like what I did with the seven habits at work, you know, something informal like that. You can do something more formal where you're really making an investment of your time and money and you're really saying, Hey, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm determined to do this now and really show up for yourself. And again, you don't have to have it all figured out in order to do that. That's the whole point. You don't have to have anything figured out. All you have to have figured out is that you want to do it. You want the end result. And you're willing to learn, you're willing to be coached, you're willing to be guided, and you're willing to, to step out of that, that comfort zone or what I call the discomfort zone, because if it was comfortable, you wouldn't be needing to step out of it, right? So it, is, it isn't all that comfortable in there, um, but it feels safe because it's familiar, right? It's just familiar. It's not comfortable, it's the familiar zone, right? So we want to go to the unfamiliar zone which for many people feels scary. So if we all go together, right, then we can feel a little bit better. And we also, when we commit to doing something like something more formal, um, you know, we've got, we've, we've paid some money and we've spent some time and, you know, there's a little bit more commitment around that, right? And, and really figuring out what it is that you want it and how you're gonna get it. But honestly, at the end of the day, even if you do that, even if you join a program or you get a coach or you take a course or you get another degree or certification, whatever it is, right? Get the, get the tools that you need to start this business, to do this thing, to have this dream, to live this goal. Still the most important thing is you have to do it. You have to just do the thing. That taking action to overcome fear is still the biggest piece of this. I have people in my certified career happiness coach program that have been in it for a while <clears throat> and I know that they can do it. I know that they can just go ahead and start their business. They're ready to start seeing clients, but I'm kind of pulling them kicking and screaming to just do it because I'm not ready yet, Carol. It's not a good time. I have to, I, my website isn't perfect. I'm not exactly sure who I, what I want to offer. I'm not exactly sure what I want to charge. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to do this. You do not have to know everything to start. You have to have some basics, basic foundation. Yes, you do have to have some things in place. But the things you have to have in place are so minimal compared to what most people think and most people try to make it into. And, and again, that procrastination, that feeling stuck, that confusion, all those things I just said, I don't have this, I don't have that, I'm not ready, all that is really still all rooted in fear. So <clears throat> the courage to do these things grows as you do it. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I'm so sorry about my cough and cold. As you do it, as you do it. Because as you do it, you learn what works, you learn what doesn't work, you perfect it as you go, right? You're building it as you go. If you try to build it all at once, 
and then you, you know, build the house and then stand on the foundation and the foundation falls in. You've spent all that time building all this stuff and now it's like really bad that it didn't work, right? Now you're really disappointed and you're really discouraged. But if you do it in baby steps and test along the way and tweak along the way, now you're building something that's gonna be amazing because you are learning a little bit by trial and error and that is really okay, right? What makes you an expert is your background, your knowledge, your willingness to help, and focusing on who you want to help, what you want to offer them, and making sure that, you know, at the basic level, you have the coaching skills and you have the business basics and you know what you need to do. It is not hard to find those things. Whether you find them from me or some other source, it is not hard to find those things. In 2022, with the world the way it is and the information that we have at our disposal, there is no reason why you can't start a business very soon. And you know, even people in my program start the, they can start their business before they're finished with the program, right? It depends on what is your background, how fast you're gonna move through the recorded content. You know, you could be starting your business in a month, you know, or you could do it in six months or you could do it in a year. But you know, I'm always going to try to hold my, uh, my students' feet to the fire a little bit because I don't want to see people get stuck in this, this first step, which is, you know, that courage versus fear space. So to summarize, as Dr. Susan Jeffers said, feel the fear and do it anyway. It's okay. It's just a feeling. It's just a feeling. It's not going to kill you. Um, we're not, we're not asking you to take, you know, crazy risks, you know, mortgage your house, spend all your money. These are small calculated risks. The dreams that you have for your business or career, um, chances are, are not things that are going to bankrupt you. They're not things that are going to really do anything bad whatsoever, except really enhance your life and make you feel really alive and excited. It's really fun and exciting to put yourself out there and launch something and see what happens. And you know what? Yes, some people may criticize you. Some people may not, you know, you may not resonate with some people. That's okay. Those are not your people. And the other thing is, what are they doing? Are they putting themselves out there? Are they writing books and putting them out there? Are they recording podcasts? Are they doing Facebook lives? Are they building a community? Are they helping people? What are they doing? You know, are they reaching their goals? Are they making more money? Are they put, you know, are they stepping out of that familiar that familiarity zone? Some of them maybe are. Most of them aren't, right? Most of them aren't. So who cares what they say? <laughs> who cares what they say? You're you and you're doing your thing, right? So that's how I look at it. I know some people probably don't like me and I don't care. Like, I don't care because a lot of people do like me and that's great. And those are my people, right? Those are my people. So I hope you guys are all my people because I love having you all here. Um, if you have any questions or anything you want to talk about, anything we talked about today, let me know. Again, the book is the book that I'm referencing is called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. It's by Dr. Susan Jeffers, J-E-F-F-E-R-S. The book was originally written in 1987. I believe there's some uh, more recent uh, edition that is out there as well. Obviously, it's available in Kindle or whatever. You know, it's, it's on Amazon. It's everywhere. It's a very famous book. Um, so I would definitely encourage that you read that. And if you do have a copy of my book, The Smart Chick's Guide to Career Happiness, um, the first section of that talks about courage and there's some very practical strategies in there as well as to how to begin to overcome 
um, your limiting beliefs and really kind of just get out of your own way, like push yourself aside <laughs> so that the new you, you know, can step forward and you can really step into your power, which is, you know, where the magic happens. So I hope you ladies all have a wonderful evening. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you and we will see you in the group and we will also see you next week. Same time, same channel. Um, and next week we are going to talk about the second piece of my puzzle as far as helping you guys figure out what it is you want to do and how to do it which is clues. So we're going to be looking at the clues as to what lights you up in your career and business. So I'll talk to you then. Bye.